5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. minute i had to look up make sure the ref had not snuck in to pick the song today oh man sick burn that's a huge insult sick burn when it comes to music taste no he's he's sorry there's a lot of redeeming qualities that uh filipino has his taste music yeah philippe there's a lot of redeeming qualities but because he, he can talk to anybody, and he's so nice. Would not meet a nicer guy, the ultimate uh, conversationalist. Yeah, really nice. Just a down-to-earth guy. I mean, he could talk to anybody. Not, and I mean not a, uh, not a, not a guy that uh, you go to for musicals. Well, I've talked to him before, and he has decent music taste. Just when it comes to picking a s- songs on air, he just has a really Oh, I mean, he, look, he, like, he makes Buscemi look contemporary. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> throwing I mean, all the names out there, throwing everybody on the bus I'm, here. I, I'm, I'm shading. I'm throwing shade. Why are you in such a mad, uh, bad mood for ECU basketball? No, we got I'm, back I'm in, in a, a great column. mood. I'm in a great. I'm just having a little fun. <laughs> I'm having a little, as you know. Hey, I'm man, having a little I, fun too. If I don't rib somebody, that means I don't. Uh, you don't like them. You don't care for yeah, them. If I'm not ribbing you, I'm not. I don't. I, if I like you, I joke around with you. Yeah, you know. But if I if I don't care for you, I'm not joking with you. It's all business. All right. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's nice to have you along uh, here for this uh, Wednesday excursion. I'll admit that a uh, not quite late start, but an 8 o'clock start, a little late for this old man. It does throw me off because you, you're used to those games being on Wednesday. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, it, they played on a Tuesday. But what a, what a nice win for ECU. And look, is this does this mean the season is salvage? Things are turn, or turned around. Let's hope that it's turned around and that they can kind of go on a streak here. I mean, I don't think there's anybody. SMU is going to be really, really challenging, but it's at home. Beyond that, I, I don't think there's anybody that they can't beat that remains on the schedule. Doesn't mean that they are. They lose every single one of them. But I, I just well, it's I a think tough any, well, it's it's a competitive league. It's not Absolutely. a league that's going to get a lot of bids, but it's a league that I mean, SMU is probably an NCAA tournament team. They got a big game against Houston tonight. So I see more coming up. We're going to get side to talk about that. We're going to get side to talk about uh, the game last night. So we're not going to belabor it. We're also going to have some audio from uh, Joe Dooley and uh, Vance Action Jackson. How about that, Ben? How oh, about is that, that his nickname? nickname? Uh, maybe not. But um, I'm calling him that. But I uh, I like it. 
Yeah, we're going to go there. Got some other sound I want to get to. But I'm just going to say this. Any notion that this team's not playing hard or that this team is, you know, in disarray or, you know, Joe Dooley's not coaching hard, I, I hope that was sort of dispelled last night. You know, I've always and – I, and I've tried to follow the Ken Pomp stuff. Brian Mull's all into that. He, he understands that. I don't really understand it. I understand I'm paying 20 bucks for the year, and that's it. <laughs> you understand <laughs> the, money, the money's getting taken out. <laughs> right. I get a piece every I, month. <laughs> right. I understand that they, they took out a 20 bucks, and I get it for a year, but I really don't understand what I'm I, – I probably could have subscribed to, like, a newspaper in Japan and understood what was going on more <laughs> than, than what is going on uh, with Ken Palm. But my point is, um, yeah, I, 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 you know – you may not like this. You may eye roll it. But I mean, I practically grew up in the game of basketball. Grew up in it. Well, I and, think you have a right to say that without people yeah, rolling their eyes. I mean, right. come on now. So, I mean, I you know, am I a coach? Am I a talent evaluator? No. But I've seen enough to know who can go and who can't. And I've always just been a big eye test guy. I can tell you if somebody can go and if they can't go. And I can tell you when, the, you know, okay, not only can they go, but they'll win games for you when it's late. And Vance Jackson, who has struggled, when he is on, he is on. And is he, he's, he, when he feels – right now he's playing great. And he feels like that he can, he can do no wrong. Look what he did in the second half after rotten shooting in the first half. But uh, the, the, the bigger point is, look at all the metrics. And look, I, I mean, I've watched it with my own eyes. They, they have not shot the ball well. Last night they did in the second half. Shooting comes and goes. You got to play defense and rebound. If you do that enough nights, you're going to win basketball games. And to a degree, so you did that when they needed to last night. Uh, they also got deflections. But last night did not look like to me. And you're, don't let your eyes lie to you. That's what I say. I'm a big, I'm a big eyeball test guy. Don't let your right eyes deceive you. Last night was not a team that has folded the tent. I mean, and, and yeah, the game was close, so they won, so they're going to be excited. But, I mean, that excitement was like, we still believe we can win games excitement. That wasn't, oh, we won the game. Well, only bad. I mean, we, that we, team, we've, we've seen Robson that plenty of times. And Brandon coming back. Yeah, we've seen that plenty of times. The, oh, yeah, we're excited that we won the game, but whew. I mean, last night was, hey, hard fought. We needed to get off the schneid. We did. We're still pumped. We feel like there's plenty of basketball left to be played this year. And that's what that to me is a compliment to the players. It's a compliment to the staff. It's a compliment to the head coach, Joe Dooley. I think he's, I think uh, he he has done a pretty good job building a program with no culture, with no tradition. When he got here, and you know, I I I just I think he's done as good a job as you could probably do with a lot of headwinds against him. And, and, I, and I think he still has the attention of this team. Now, Ben, you brought it up. Tremont, Tremont Robinson-White, that's the frustrating thing about uh, TRW. He will have these halves. He had one in, in Philadelphia yep, where he was the, the best player on the floor for several stretches in that game on the road. Last night, he was the best guard on the floor yep, for, for a lot of that second half. And – you know, Brandon Suggs, and I know, again, there's people that like to say, well, part-time player doesn't score. Again, speak with a little bit of education here and not ignorance. Yeah, There are players who do things that aren't going to show up on your box score. 
Absolutely. that help you win games. And, and to me, Suggs is that ultimate guy. There were instances where he probably could have had a an offensive foul call on the person he was guarding that were not. But he yep. drew a huge charge at the end, and he was well out of the circle when he did it. I, again, I'm not going to belabor this, but I, we'll get into it with Sign. We'll get into it with our Pirate Report. But I, I just thought last night was a gutsy win for a group of guys that a lot of people have unfortunately given up on. But So credit to them for, for playing hard and not and still believing in winning last night. Well, I'll say this about those two guys, and like you said, it doesn't always show up on the stat sheet, and people may disagree, but I think those are our two best defenders, and they were they were missed during their times when, during the time when they were gone, especially you look at our defensive numbers or def- our defense in general. took a huge hit when those guys were in the lineup, and I think they're easily our best defenders, and that's something that doesn't always pop up on the stat sheet here is defense, just how good they are defensively against guards or – uh, just defensively in general, they have a huge impact. Steve Wilkes was hired uh, back as a member of the Panthers coaching staff today. He'll coach the secondary, was the defensive coordinator in 17, was there for five years. A good defensive coordinator, too, for the Panthers. Charlotte native, West Charlotte guy, uh, Appalachian State. Got his start as an HBCU coach out there in Charlotte. Jason Simmons couldn't get off that ship fast enough. He went out to Vegas. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Matt Rule's doing something that he has not done. And he's hiring some coaches with a little doubt. You know, the Pascaloni thing. I should have got you to say it, Ben. But, you know, that guy's <laughs> a veteran coach. It, it doesn't now look. It, it, 72, is he a little beyond his years? Is he maybe taking a job because it might be a final kind of go around in pro football? Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, that guy was a hell of a coach at Syracuse. He coached Donovan McNabb in college. And I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, Wilkes, uh, you know, we we talk all about coaches that should be getting this, should be getting that. You know, Wilkes should probably be a bit of defensive coordinator somewhere else. Absolutely. I mean, he's a great defensive coordinator, one of the better ones we had after Sean McDermott. And then, unfortunately, he got hired by the Cardinals as a head coach, and that didn't work out. I think he kind of – harbored a lot of the blame for their problems with the Cardinals and was fired, well, he, I thought, too yeah, early. He, yeah, I mean, he well, that's the unfortunate price of doing business in the NFL. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the unfortunate price of dra- drafting Josh Rosen that early in the first right. round. I mean, you're going well, to that, that get too. that blame. That too. Well, he, he was the head man, but I, I get Absolutely. what you're saying. Absolutely, he's get the final say when it comes to those so, decisions, so he's going to get blamed for that. So I think that that's a, a boon for the – the Panthers' defense, while it didn't look great at the end of the year, it looked a little ragged, but you're going to in that kind of season. Yeah. Uh, the The body of work was not atrocious. No. I thought they schemed very well, and there's clear there's a lot of holes on that defense that Phil Snow was able to just scheme around and work around and make it look like a very competent, very good defense at times this year. So, I mean, I think Phil Snow's a – a, a competent, good coordinator. You got Wilkes, who's experienced and will be an asset. Pascaloni's going to be an asset, although you know, little might have to take a, a, a you know a nap midday. Or I, I kid. <laughs> I'm, I'm being it's ageism. There. Just but old I mean, jokes here, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's, but it's veteran guys that he's hiring on, and this goes against the Matt Rule way of thinking. So either Matt Rule's realized it. But then you, 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 we're, we're complimenting these hires, and then they, J.J. Jansen is re-signed today. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I can't really explain <laughs> that one. Or I don't so, necessarily understand that one. We got so two long draft, snappers on the roster. So you, you draft a long snapper, and then you re-sign the J.J. Jansen. Cornerstone, right? Cornerstone J.J. Jansen. Yeah. I mean, he's <gasps> the guy. He's the Iron Man of the Panthers. Jeez. I, I mean, hey, we people want to talk about, hey, we should have never got rid of Ron Rivera. Well, a couple picks later, he got a long snapper too. So, I mean, he hasn't made necessarily <laughs> the best decisions that comes to the draft either. I don't get these little drafting long snappers. The guy would have been there. He was surprised he even got drafted I, when they released the footage. I remember the video. Like, yeah, I was it. planning on going out there tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, no, you're drafted, pal. <laughs> I'm going to – I was going <laughs> to – I was gonna, I was gonna get in my Accord and drive up to Charlotte. <laughs> Jeez, no, we're gonna put you on a, on a plane, Jeez. fly you up here for the presser. That's still Jeez. a bad decision, but hey. oh, that's so, it's it's just so silly. It, it's just it's dysfunctional. <laughs> it's just, but I mean, it's dysfunctional, and I and I think that's the thing. It's just a dysfunctional, a little bit of a dysfunctional mess there. Yeah. Okay, um, we'll break. Uh, so I see more later on. Got uh, some pirate report cuts. We'll hear from Vance Jackson, who poured in 22 last night, including the game winner. A little ode to the big hen here. A little talk of the town. I love this theme song, from by back the way. in the day. A little pick up the pieces. You'd hear this during the five o'clock hour on this station 20, 30 some odd years ago. Um, pirate basketball tickets. We got a couple. We got a couple. We got a pair. We got here. a. We got a pair. All right. Uh, your chance to win that pair of ECU tickets to the SMU game on Saturday for men's basketball. Caller 5 at 252-561-GAME. We might put you on the air if you're willing. 561-4263. Caller 5 at 252-561-GAME. You win that pair of ducats. We'll be back. Site 943thegame.com to listen to the Patrick Johnson show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. Or tell your smart speaker to stream 943 the game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Starting OMG. Hey, it's been forever. I'm so ready to see North Carolina and turn right in 52 miles onto the Blue Ridge Parkway for epic views. Then continue ahead on Highway 12 and hit the beach and take exit 33 for a city excursion with museums, games, concerts. Sorry, I'm just so excited. Everyone could use some adventure. Get back to a better place at visitnc.com. Sponsored by the NC Association of Broadcasters and Visit NC, a part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina in cooperation with this station. My husband, Alex Hussey, was hit by an IED in Afghanistan. I was playing man in foot patrol and I stopped on the bomb. Lost my legs and left hand in an explosion. And he suffered a severe traumatic brain injury. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. There are so many mountains to climb, and we do it together. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. Seeing Alex learning how to snow ski, that's life-changing. DAV provides a lifetime of support to veterans of every generation, helping more than a million veterans each year. Alex did it. He skied down this mountain. That's something he won't forget. With the right support, there are no limits. To see him on that slope and smiling like that, we'll be taking this home. This has meant so much. Thank you, DAV. Alex Hussey, thank you for your service. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. 
Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. If you want the best steak in eastern North Carolina, then remember this name. The Seahorse Steakhouse, 2301A Stantonsburg Road in Greenville. They serve USDA prime ribeyes aged 50 days, cooked to perfection by Crystal. The Seahorse Grillmaster, guaranteed to be tender and juicy. The Saturday Night Prime Rib is an experience you'll never forget. It's the most flavorful, tender piece of beef you'll ever eat. Delicious is an understatement. You're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. Now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, last night after the game, you heard it right here on 94.3 The Game, post-game report, courtesy of the Pirate Sports Network from Learfield. It was Joe Dooley talking about the return of Brandon Suggs and Tremont Robinson-White. Six and seven tonight because there was a number of ones that weren't called that that we could have had, and it was good to have him back out there. I think it gives those other guys confidence. It does um, you know Tremont being out there gives them confidence? But I, I think the other thing, like you said, we've got another guy that can defend under perimeter with some length, and he was rusty. I mean, we didn't even know today if he was going to play, and then you know he ends up playing 30 minutes, which. You know, we kept on asking. Now he cramped a couple times. We had to take him out, but that's to be expected. You know, oh, yeah, we're he- off tomorrow. I said we're off tomorrow. If we rest up tomorrow, you'll be fine. Pirates uh, were a dismal one of fifteen shooting the three in the first half, but they kept firing. They were getting good looks. They were not knocking them down. I mean, in a lot of ways, Tulsa kind of dodged uh, dodged things a little bit with the way the Pirates shot it so poorly in the half. They were giving up a lot of looks, but ECU was just not connecting. And then in the second half. Uh, the uh, Pirates caught fire, 9 of 14, including Vance Jackson making six of them after halftime. And this is uh, Coach Dooley on the improved shooting from deep in the second half. Yeah, but I think the big thing is I think we were 9 for 14 from three in the second half. My math is right. I mean, we were 1 for 15, I believe, at the half, and we end up being 10 for 29. So 9 for 14 in the second half. And I think once a couple guys saw the ball go in the basket, it sure gave, them, gave us a little confidence. And then, uh, what does this win do for the team's confidence, Joe Dooley? Well, I mean, I hope we can you know, give you get back Bowl. and, and uh, you know, we'll be off tomorrow and start our preparation for SMU. And, I mean, I, you know, we talked to our guys that we can win games. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll get, you know, Brandon, these guys will be all right. And, and uh, uh, it was nice to see it was nice to see some of the guys that have been struggling play well. Because that's, you know, maybe that will give them a little confidence and that will help us. I was excited to see Brandon, uh, Brandon Jackson, uh, Vance Jackson. I got between him and Brandon Vance Suggs, or Refrigerator Jackson. Jackson. The Refrigerator? That's what, what I'm that calling because he's ice cold and he's big. Ah, gotcha. Okay, well, anyway, Vance Jackson 
Uh, it was cool to see him on uh, the ESPN Plus uh, production, but then he would join the network afterwards, and uh, he talked about the final shot. Uh, Kobe mentality. Uh, I seen Kobe do that, and you know Kobe's my favorite player, so that was for Kobe. Kobe, there you go. And then how he made that final shot. Yeah, I knew I could get my shot off because he was smaller. Yeah, I was just wanted to see if he was gonna bait for my pump because he was on my initial, uh, you know, my initial shot. So I just used my height to my advantage. And then uh, Jackson talks about what the win does for the Pirates. To not go back down this little slump that we just got out of. Um, I feel like, you know, Coach Dooley been telling us that uh, we right there. We, we know we right there. We just making silly mistakes, and we being ourselves. And, you know, I'm, I'm tired. I don't like losing. So it's kind of frustrating just to be, you know what I'm saying, going through that slump with a bunch of guys that's just, like, working hard and things like that. So this, this win means a lot. And also, we're not the worst team in the conference. So we wanted to make that clear. Um, and we just got to keep it going, you know. All right, and this is uh, Vance Jackson on the return of Suggs and Robinson White to the Pirate lineup. Man, they, they, they are little dogs. They, uh, they make the hustle plays. They do all the little things. Suggs, I believe he probably did the biggest play. Uh, he took that charge. Um, yeah, absolutely. Play of the I, game. I feel like that was the, uh, that was the play of the game. That helped us a lot. So, you know, Tremont, he got slick hands, so he's going to get them <laughs> sneaky steals and things like that. He's been doing that in practice, so. It's good to see that, and we need them. Shooting out of the slump, Vance Jackson discussed that afterwards. This whole part of our losing streak, we've been having like a slump in our shooting. So, you know, I feel like that's all mental. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, we just can't let those misses uh, get to our heads. We've got to shoot with confidence. Soon we open, uh, make them one more. I feel like we, most of our shots we're missing is wide open. So mm -hmm. we practice those every day, and that's about it. And then jo uh, Jackson on uh – you know, staying positive, even in the face of adversity. I feel like it's just the guys in the locker room uh, just trying to just stay together, you know, uh, just staying positive. You know, Coach Dooley, too, and all the coaching staff, uh, they just want to just speak light into the room. It's kind of hard. We're we all competitors, and we hate losing. So just staying together and just uplifting one another when one's going uh, through their little slumps or whatever it may be. So that's, I feel like that's the biggest part. All right, uh, so the Pirates win. They'll play on Saturday night at 6 o'clock, Williams Arena Minji's Coliseum. And uh, they'll take on SMU as a big matchup tonight against Houston at home. Uh, one other uh, Pirate-related note, of course, uh, the world of sport and golf continues to kind of celebrate the HV3 victory over at the Saudi Open. The uh, 90 uh, some odd foot putt. Nice play from uh, Harold Verner III. Won the golf tournament on the Eagle putt, and uh, he joined our friend John McGinnis on his Sirius XM radio show, Katrick and McGinnis on Tap, to talk about the putt. Here we go. Oh, I knew exactly what I had to do, and I just was like, you know, my lag putting had been pretty good all day or all week, basically, and I was just like, man, just get it, you know, get it going. I'm going to make the next putt. Like, it's no big deal, but try to make it as easy as possible. And, it, you know, excuse my language, but it went in. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what it did. I can't believe it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it went uh, in. And obviously, yeah, I still can't believe it went in. 
There you go, Harold Varner the third. Everybody loves Harold. Uh, Likeable, fun guy. He got me into golf. Yeah, I was I was glad to see that go down. That was really cool. So it's good to hear from Harold there too. We're trying to get him on, but I mean, he's probably you know he's a father now. He's balancing a gazillion things. He's a million dollars richer too. Well, I don't think there's anything. To he's do. a mo- just, he's money bags, Mister Money Bags. I think he's just you know just getting back from the Middle East. Got a lot of media, I'm sure. So. Oh yeah. We'll we'll wait our turn. Um, got a couple minutes here. I, I was really interested. Uh, this was from I believe Tuesday's Cowherd show, right? This wasn't today. I think this was from yesterday's show. But uh, Lincoln Riley was on, and you know this is. I don't think Cowherd was in L.A. in the sense that he was along Radio Row. You know that that was the big thing. Yeah. All those years, you'd go and be on Radio Row, and you could, you know, interview any, you know, great Hall of Fame football player to some D-list celebrity who was, uh, you know, hawking a uh, a cologne or uh, some a, kind of meal a plate book or, or or a You're barbecue right, right, sauce yeah. or something, right? Yeah, or you'd get the guest, but you had to mention their sponsor. It's just you know, silly silliness like that. Uh, and, and sometimes you'd get some, I mean, obviously like Dan Patrick there, you get really great guests. Uh, you know, sometimes if you're the, you know, uh, duck snort and the, uh, and, and Dimitri, the Greek on, uh, you know, rock 94 in, uh, Tulsa, you're, you're probably not getting, I don't mean to call out my guy, Dimitri, the Greek. There's the only name I could think of. that wasn't profane. <laughs> I love the name though. That was Dimitri's name on when he was on the rock station. I Dimitri love it. The Greek. Salt and Dimitri, the Greek. And I love both those guys. Um, but, I mean, it's just like, you know, the, the morning zoo is not going to care who they get. They're not looking to get, you know, Lynn Swan or yeah. Jerry Rice or Troy Aikman. They're they're trying to get, you know, whatever slap shows up. And to be honest, promoting a, promoting a workout video or something. Like or, that. or crypto or something. But I think sure. sometimes those are the best interviews, the guys that you don't know, know a lot about. They just kind of show up, and then you learn a lot about them. They tell you a lot of fun stories because they got nothing to lose. They're not a big wig or anything. No, Ben, see, you're exactly wrong on that. Am I? Am I? Okay. You are. These, see, I'm still young in the radio game, so maybe I got it wrong here. They're they're pushing their BS product uh, or BS sponsor for something that you've never heard of or will never use, and they won't have any fun. And they want. I mean, you're, you're right sometimes, but I mean, Certain people, you're. Oh, I'm just saying. Sometimes you can get the best interviews out of those guys. Not always, but I think guys well, sometimes. When it comes to Radio Row, not always. Anyway, I, <laughs> I, I, they've I, already done like thirty of them, so maybe they're worn out right. at that point. Right, and, and, and they've got their talking points. Anyway, I, yeah, I'm talking about the D-list celebrities on there. Well, anyway, my point is, you know, Cowherd's based in LA, so Cowherd's doing a show like he normally would, but they've got a link out to you know the Super Bowl festivities. And obviously, with it being in Los Angeles, Lincoln Riley, coach of USC, he's out there as well. So this was the backdrop to this. Uh, we'll play the whole thing for you since we have some time. But this is Cowherd, and, and I thought this was really interesting. This is a hell of a way to look at the transfer portal. But this is Lincoln Riley on the Cowherd show talking about the Trojans and the portal. A handful of Oklahoma players, Caleb Williams, the most notable, Mario Williams, great receiver, uh, Latrell McCutcheon, excellent young corner. Um, You brought a couple of Oklahoma kids over, really, really good players, but you also went to Stanford, and you went to Oregon, and you went to Washington, and you went to Colorado. Was it um, 
Was it a delicate situation where your heart was in Oklahoma for so long, you leave, and you and you want to bring some players over, but you know it's sensitive? Was that kind of a was that a tough situation? I think so, but I think the transfer portal kind of handles a lot of that. You know, I we didn't take players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. You know, those players and their families had to make a decision to either stay at that university just like any other player has to make or to enter the portal where then they can be recruited by anybody in the country. And that's up to those players and their families, and we have nothing to do with that. But once they, once a player gets into a, a portal where they are open to any school in the country, we would be crazy not to take a look at that and try to help our football team. And, and then on top of it for me, the maybe the more emotional tie for me is these are guys that we recruited we got to know their families. We were a part of the, the entire process. You know, all of a sudden they were good enough for us to take at Oklahoma, but now we wouldn't give them a chance uh, just because we're at a new spot. I, I just, that part never really made sense to me. So, um, you know, certainly uh, excited to get those guys here along with all of our other players. And, and to us, it's literally, these are players in a portal. These are guys that we feel like can come into USC and help us get this program to where it needs to be. Who's the guy from Barstools that does the Saban impression? Because if you closed your eyes, you would think that's the guy from Barstools doing a Nick Saban impression. That sounded like Saban. Oh, okay. All right. I thought, am I wrong? That sounded like the guy from, but you know who I'm talking about? The guy from Barstools that does the Nick Saban. That's what it sounded like to me. You need to Google this. All right. I will. I'll check it out. But it sounded like somebody doing a Saban impression. That's my first takeaway. But I want to, I want to, I want to, This is about a four- or five-second clip. This is the essence of the whole thing, because he's getting a lot of heat for, you know, obviously leaving Oklahoma and players transferring out there to USC. But this is the way – this is why – look, there's a million things you could say about Lincoln Riley positive, and there's several things you can be critical of, and I think some of them are legit. But this is why people are going to go play for him, especially offensive guys. It boils down to this little bit here. And look, I mean, we we talk to coaches all the time. Some of them hate the portal. The ones that are going to be able to navigate it in any sport are the ones that are going to be really, really successful. And this take on the portal is about the best I've ever heard. Now, we're talking about like a specific instance, a coach leaving and players following. Happened a lot in basketball. I mean, Wes Miller took a lot of kids from that Greensboro team to Cincinnati, for example. But boil that cut down, Ben, and play this here. This, to me, just – this was one of the best answers I've ever heard. We didn't take players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. Yeah. We didn't go and raid Oklahoma. These guys were in the portal. We recruited them. Yeah. Fair game. Again, there's a lot of great things you could say about Lincoln Riley, and they're all – you know, I think very true. There's people that are critical of Lincoln Riley for a lot of reasons. Some of it's legit, some of it's not. But that right there is the reason that guy is going to continue to at least do well. Now, you could say he's doing well in conferences that can't win big games when it comes to playoff big boy football. But getting there is a big part of it, isn't it? He did that at Oklahoma. I think he'll do it at USC. That's the best no, no disrespect to Oregon, but that's the best program when we're talking programs in that Pac-12. 
in Absolutely. my opinion. I mean, I, I all, they, sorry, they've go got ahead. the tradition. They've got the money. They've got. I mean, that's the one in my opinion. They have the best chance to go to the playoffs. I think out of that whole little northeast area, yeah. that conference. North or the West Coast, you mean? Yeah. You said Northeast. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, West Coast. Play it one more time because I, I just think that's so good. We didn't take players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. That's great. I mean, what a what a way to approach that. Now, if you're at Oklahoma and you're Brent Venables, you're probably feeling like, <laughs> you know, probably, hey, come hey. on. Not come his on. problem. Not not Lincoln's, no. Yeah, not his problem not, whatsoever. Not Lincoln's problem. He ain't worried that's about what awesome the other coach clip. is doing or his successor is doing. Right. That's an awesome clip. We need to get Ben rack that racket like we're going to have the All snack right. down and rack it later. Okay. All right. All right, uh, Deets on the snack down coming up. Cy Seymour on the other side of the break, but here's Ben with an update. There we go. Appreciate it, Patrick. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. We start with what's happened with ECU basketball. ECU basketball finally found themselves back in the win column after beating Tulsa on the road 73-71. to Thanks to a big three by Vance Jackson with 10.2 seconds to go to put the Pirates ahead. Jackson led all scorers with 22 points along with four rebounds and an assist. Here's his thoughts on taking the final shot. Yeah, I knew I could get my shot off because he was smaller. Yeah, I just wanted to see if he was on bait for my pumping because he was on my initial, uh, you know, my initial shot. So I just used my height to my advantage. The parts are back in action this Saturday at six as they host SMU in Minji's Coliseum. Meanwhile, ECU women's basketball is a homestand tonight as they host Wichita State at six. From the NFL, the league announced that Germany will host its first ever regular season game next season in Munich. Joining London and Mexico City is an annual international game. The Carolina Panthers bring back former NFL head coach and their former defensive coordinator and Steve Wilkes as their new defensive backs coach. Former Giants head coach Joe Judge will return to the Patriots as an offensive assistant. And Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder has hired a firm to investigate sexual harassment allegations within the organization. From the MLB, Dodgers ace Trevor Bauer will not face criminal charges stemming from allegations of sexual assault. And from the NBA, as we near the trade deadline, the Blazers have traded former All-Star C.J. McCollum to the Pelicans for a first-round pick in two seconds, along with Josh Hart and a few role players. And the Kings have acquired All-Star DeMontis Sabonis from the Pacers, sending Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald to Indiana. That's going to do it for your 94th Theta Game Sports Update. I'm Ben Barham. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. 
Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-540-8816. 800-540-8816. That's 800-540-8816. Pirate football lives on game days right here. Here we go. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94-3, the game. All right, uh... Victra coming to Greenville, already in Greenville. And uh, I'm going to tell you more about that coming up in just a bit. Do we need to get a break here, Ben, or are we, uh, we good? No, we're good. Let's okay. Look, we can turn over to Saw here. All right, uh, hit the music, and we'll do that, and I'll tell you about Victra near the end of the show. Here we go. Hey, man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it's time for me like that wicked man with the bone. Still having himself a ball. Oh, this is good for Cy right here. A little love trotters. I'll take There you go. Can't beat Sweet Georgia Brown, no sir. <laughs> there you go. Uh Cy Seymour. Coach, you thought you were away from me for a whole week, but no. We've dragged you onto radio. Slumming good. it with us here on radio to talk easy. Uh let me say this. Size great, size uh, feeling like a million bucks. Let me say this. I called Cy this week twice before our, our call here for the show. And both times he was watching basketball games. And I could not get his attention because he was, he was, he was breaking film down as the game was going on live on a couple of games this week. It's that time of year, Cy. You love it, don't you? I really do. I mean, last night, I, you know, I... I watched the ECU games and from run around and watched Central Florida and their ball game, and, and both were fun to watch. Which so I say it's just it's just that time of year you do it. And then I watched uh, UCLA and Stanford, and I went to bed somewhere around twelve thirty. But I watched three <laughs> games, and prior to that, and believe it or not, at, I watched uh, my son's game uh, on uh, the na- the national network that can let you look at high school games. There's a network that lets you do that in all the high school gyms. So I watched Pamlico and and uh, Jones Senior, and then I watched ECU, and then I watched Central Florida, and then I watched Stanford UCLA. There you go. And loved every Yeah. There it is. Cy was in heaven. All right. Uh, Pirates last night for only the second time ever win at Tulsa. 
What a uh, little bit of a trick shot out of the corner. A little bit of a leaner wow. out of the corner by uh, Vance Action Jackson. What a shot. Unbelievable shot what he hit there. and uh, Patrick, just a, a really good win for East Carolina on the road. Anytime you can – listen, the month of February is the strenuous – it's terrible. You're worried about winning games. Everybody's tired. You're trying to hold your ball club together, and it was quite evident that Joe Dooley has held this ball club together. They, the, the engagement on the bench, the kids were all into it. You're on the road at Tulsa, and you win a big ball game. You win a conference game on the road. That, that's a heck of a win. That's a heck of an accomplishment by the East Carolina ball club. Pirates are up seven or eight, and then they get hit with a 9-0 run, and it looks like that Tulsa's going to put this thing away, and it's going to be a, a seventh straight loss. And I, So I just want to pick up on what you said there. Uh, a team that is cashed in their chips would have folded last night, and especially with that late run that Tulsa hit them with. And I, I just I didn't see that last night. No, you didn't see it because they're not going to do it. Joe Dooley's Joe Dooley is a basketball grinder. He is a gym rat, and his teams play hard and compete for forty minutes. What I liked about his ball club in, in, in that second look, they went one for fifteen from three in the first half. Uh, and you say, okay, they're in it. They're five down. If they get any kind of hat, I thought, I thought Jackson hit, set the tone in the first 15 to 20 seconds. He knocked down a three. And all of a sudden, the game went from five to two and set a tone like, we're here for the rest of the night. We're, we're going to be in this basketball game against you. Uh, and, and Tulsa's got a proud tradition, and, and they just came through the way they should. And Jackson had a big – I mean, he's a 9 of 14 as a team in the second half of three. 65, 64%. You shot, you shot 6% from three yeah. in the first half. And you go 65% in the second half. So Joe Dooley's pulling his hair out, but the bottom line is they knocked him down in the second half. And so that's, that's, a, that's a heck of a win for Joe Dooley. But it also is a head-scratcher saying, can't we hit a few in the first half? You know, it, it's that kind of game. But I, I like what he did last night, too. He put fresh legs in, uh, and, and the kids did okay. They, they came through, and it gave them some pep at the end of the ball game. He played a lot of kids who had uh, Pirates also scored 46 in the second half. Jackson finishes with 22. And then Tremont Robinson-White with uh, 13 and 6 assists in his, uh, his game back after missing the Tulane game. And he played a great second half. Listen. Did not score in the first half. I mean, <laughs> think about that. He 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 came in, did not score in in the first in the first half. Jackson basically had four points at the half. So all of a sudden, those two kids get you thirteen and twenty two, and only four of those were in the first half. Uh, had a good game. I thought they both played well. I thought uh, a six to one assist to turnover ratio by uh, Tremont was really good. I think Tristan struggled a little bit, but he's always there. He had a key little jumper down the stretch. Yeah, yeah that was a tough that shot. Ball game. Yeah. It was a tough shot. I never kind of uh, Tristan. He's going to do the job. I also think that the center position, when you look at the end of the night, Frank, DeBoe, and Johnson had a good night for you. You know, these, these kids came through in the long run. Uh, not great, great big numbers, but Frank had four. Uh, DeBoe, he came through for you. He had six or eight. And then 
and then uh, Brandon Johnson had six. And those kind of were the guys that were interior guys with the 18 points. And that's pretty darn good for ECU. But, of course, the key was – I think Coach Dewey knew that Vance Jackson's the kind of – he's hot. He can, he can win ball games. He can upset people. And he did that last night. But I'm going to tell you a little play that was indicative of the ball club. You're sitting there. Luigi's in foul trouble. DeBose in foul trouble. You bring in a Marlon Lester. I mean, you bring that kid in, uh, and he played four minutes. But in that four minutes, he got a steal. He had a big offensive rebound that got you a bucket. He got it, kicked it out. ECU ends up scoring off that. Well, when you win by two points, he made two big plays in four minutes. And, and, and you, you, like you were talking about, we were talking off the air about things that don't really show up. They were big plays. But I also thought he got good legs and good fresh time out of Reyes. I thought uh, R.J. played well. He didn't play him as much last night. But I thought Johnson played well. I thought when you win on the road, you get it out of everybody. And it's a great trip on the way home and it's some excited kids. So great win for ECU last night. And, and it's a team win. And give credit to the coaching staff. Not only Joe Dooley, but I guarantee there was a talk on, should we play Reyes? Should we play Lessons, you shoot, you know, and and coach listens, and they make they make the decision, and it worked out. Give credit to ECU for a big time win against Tulsa down there. Well, Tulsa was looking at this. Hey, they're they're reeling right now. This is a chance for us. We've been in a lot of close games to get a win. So, I mean, you're going to get their best shot. Uh, Brandon Suggs also returned last night. The great size Seymour, by the way, ESPN uh, plus basketball analyst on the line with us uh, here. Brandon Suggs uh, returns last night. Uh, great job distributing the ball, draws a couple charges. You know, you're go- the, the novice or the uninitiated are going to look at his line and say, oh, well, what he didn't start, he didn't score that many points. He did so many things that do not show up on your stat sheet or your little computer monitor with the stats on it at the end of the night that I'm, I'm sure you saw and picked up on throughout the evening. Well, think about it. ECU had 14 turnovers, but they had 12 steals. Brandon had five of the steals. He was six to three assist to turnover ratio. And not only that, he's going to guard one of the better players on the other team. He always does. Uh, he drew the charge at the end. Whichever way you looked at it, it was a charge. And yeah. ECU gets the call. But other than that, but let me tell you, I thought he had three or four other charges that weren't called, that he was in the position that if he fell, they would have been charges also. So, uh, the great thing about it, he gives you a lot of stuff that's not on the scorecard, but he played he played thirty minutes. I mean, now think about what he yeah, said. He played he the fourth most. Ratio. Yeah, played the fourth most minutes last night after being hurt. Right. That's right. And he, he has a two to one ratio in assist to turnover, six to three. Had five steals. Had a block shot. I mean, didn't have a block shot, but he's in there bothering everybody. Uh, just did a lot of good things. I mean, so no, it takes a whole team to win it. And, and Joe Dooley finally had most of the kids back, and, and they played well. But I know the young kids were saying, man, this was fun, you know, which is good. And, and uh, give credit to the whole staff and the whole team. I want to go back to Vance Jackson just really quick here. I mean, uh, you know, he's had some brilliant moments this year. He's, he's been able to knock down some shots. He might be as good a standstill shooter. Of course, he can move a little bit in, in tight spaces and get a shot, as we saw with the game winner last night. So – Pirates get the win. 
you know, Vance has had times where he struggled this year. But when he's – the last two games, uh, really maybe the last th- four, I think he's, he's shot the ball pretty well, and he's been aggressive in, in getting his shot. Well, I think that's another key. I think what, what they've done with Vance, first of all, you stay with him because you know he'll shoot his way out. He's too good. He, he's going to miss a few. And in that first half, you look up, you know, and you're thinking, okay, he's 0 for 3, but he's 2 for 2 from the field. And it's because Vance has learned to put it on the floor and get a shot inside. Then that second half, he hits that first jumper and his Katie barred the door. I mean, after he hit that first one, he's thinking, I'm ready to go now, you know. So he ends up hitting you six threes in the second half. I mean that, that's that's unbelievable. I mean that you know that's the way he's six of eight or something like that. That's how good he can be. And 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 I think the coaching staff says we got to ride him because he'll come back and hit for us. And he did. But I also like that he's added to his game. He can put it on the floor a little bit. He can hit inside a little bit. He's just getting better and better in the things that he does. Um. The great Cy Seymour uh, on the Patrick Johnson Show. SMU on Saturday, 6 o'clock. Uh, it'll be on uh, ESPNU and 107.9 WNCT, also here on 94.3 The Game. Pirates and SMU. Uh, tonight, the Ponies play host to number 6 Houston, 7 o'clock. That is a huge game for, uh, for, that, cr- for that crew, uh, SMU. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, that, and I, Tim Jenkins is a really good coach. I mean, that, that's going to be a fun game to watch tonight. Uh, he's got the, he got the player of the year back who decided not to put his name in the, in the pro ranks and he's a great point guard. And, and so they've got a lot of things going for him. He got to me, he got hit hard in the portal. I mean, he lost some really good players. Uh, all, I mean, I would have got one, you know, that they get one of his kids and then I look up and, uh, Two or three of them I'm seeing in other places that are a really good top-notch program that Jankovic lost, but he also hit the portal. He's got he's a really good coach, a lot like Joe Dooley. They're really good basketball coaches. He was the coach in waiting after Larry Brown, uh, and so he's come in and they haven't skipped a beat. And uh, they've got a good ball club. This is a big ball game for both of those teams. If, I'm concerned that the league itself, the American. I'm hoping we get two to three in, but I don't see it. I think we're going to knock each other off. This is a big game for for SMU to set a standard that they they should get in. Yeah, uh, and and look, win or lose tonight, uh, SMU is going to come in here still trying to pile up as many wins as possible going into the tournament because they they probably feel like, especially tonight, they win tonight. I think that helps their resume and helps the league to get a couple of uh, teams. Into the uh, into the dance for the second straight year. I agree with you. They'll t- and they'll come in. Listen, as I'm saying about Jankovic, he is very similar to Judd. They don't take anything like they're they're going to come in here ready to play. And they, like I say, they have the former player or the last year player of the year playing that point guard position. They've got good players all over the floor. And, and don't let my kids. This is a good. There's a reason they're in second place. They got a good ball club. Uh, Cy. Uh... As we uh, get ready to, to head into the uh, back end of the uh, week here and, and really through the final few weeks of the uh, season for the Pirates as we bring it back to them, SMU uh, will be tough, but you know Pirates have played everybody really strong at home this year, and you would hope that uh, we'd see a little bit more of that. Then you got a couple of that I-4 road swing the following week, 
uh, down in Florida, followed by a return date with uh, South Florida, Tulsa, and then uh, Wichita State. And it just doesn't look like that other Wichita State game is going to make it uh, back in any way, shape, or form right now. Uh, but uh, who knows? But but I guess the, the question would be, as, as you look at this stretch run here for East Carolina, always difficult on the road. And, and I would say, you know, a couple of games at home that you feel like you, you can – you can win being the home team, and you'll have to play really well, but you can give Southern Methodist all they can handle on, on Saturday if you're ready to go and you're healthy. You're right. They'll be ready to play. And and if you're hot, you beat SMU. But I can tell you, they will be, they're will be. they going to have court press. They're gonna, they're gonna, I mean, a three-quarter court press. They're going to do some things that really disrupt your game. But uh, if, if he sees this, this game uh, last night against uh, – Tulsa's a big win. I mean, I, th- I saw Tulsa early in the year. They lose at the buzzer to Houston. I mean, th- that team was talented last night. They're struggling with keeping it together. SMU, they're going to come ready to play, but Joe Tooley's team's going to come ready to play. It should be a really good matchup uh, this weekend for the Pirates. And you said it right. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're watching the Florida, South Florida play. Well, you know, one of the best players on Clemson is in South Florida. Well, yeah, and, and they knocked off Temple the other night. So that's right. Then they knocked off Temple. I mean, it, it is really when you look back at how close it's all been. If you don't lose Suggs, you may win two or three of these games you lost at the buzzer. And two of them, I think you win. Yeah. Uh, and so that's how crazy it all is. But then again, that happens to the other teams too. But the bottom line is the ECU's not quitting, they're playing hard and they're playing together. And just getting less less of these few minutes the other night, I thought was big. I think uh, getting Johnson in and winning on the road, right? These are things that help your ball club get better uh, for for next year, this year too. Hey, Cy, thanks for the time. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, Patrick, enjoyed it. Yep, sure did. An amazing company has selected Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. It's Victra. It's the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers and Victra's contact center is growing rapidly. They're now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business to business sales, retail store support, customer care and operations support benefits include incredible commission potential paid face-to-face training, medical, dental vision, paid time off 50% discount on your wireless bill and access to wages prior to payday. Also a 401k matching program. Victra now hiring full and part-time employees. You can earn anywhere from $25 to $28 an hour. And their sales and service opportunities are inbound only, so that means no cold calls. This is not a telemarketing job. And you'll earn top dollar with every sale you make while working in a fun environment. Learn more. Visit pit-jobs.com That's pit as in pit county jobs.com I think size exactly right, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, people want to dog him for saying it's a tough league, but it is. I mean, and the numbers are there, and there's evidence to support it. I mean, like you said, it's not going to be a league with these crazy amount of bids or anything, but I think that's due to the fact it's just so competitive. Anybody can win on any given night. Yeah. Good to have Cy on today. Nice to catch up with him, and uh, always love chatting uh, hoops with uh, Cy Seymour. And uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with the show. I've got uh, an ACC Network assignment. 
So uh, Ben and Philip will be here for the program tomorrow. And uh, IBX Media alum, Fox Sports The Gambler, started his career right here on 94.3 The Game. John Jansen. He was in our, he was in our spot at one point. He was. Going to talk some prop bets. Going to talk some Super Bowl with Double J tomorrow. John Jansen will be on the uh, Patrick Johnson Show. Ben and Philip will be in tomorrow. Appreciate that, guys. And then uh, we'll wrap up the week on uh, Friday. Hope to get Coach Dooley on. Probably should have asked him before I proclaimed it, but I think Coach will come on. And, and another little programming note, Cliff Godwin will be on Talk of the Town Friday morning. Uh, leave it the 8 o'clock hour. Need to confirm that. But, uh, yeah, Cliff Godwin will be on with us then. All right, we'll catch you uh, tomorrow. Great job, as always, by Ben Byram. Uh, ben and Philip, and I'll be back uh, Friday. Catch you in the morning on Talk of the Town. Have a great rest of your evening. Cash with an instant Kelly Blue Book offer from Barber Hendrick Honda in Greenville. Go online to BarberHendrickHonda.com and experience the Hendrick Fast Pass, where you can buy your next car from the comfort of home. At Barber Hendrick Honda, there will be no payment for 90 days when you finance through Ally. And you may qualify for 0.9% financing on selected models. 